one. And I'm like, talking okay. about coming for that and number one right. spot. I know. So here's the other thing is we made that joke. And then I was like, yeah, Christina is going to take my place. <laughs> and, she, and she was like, yep. And I was like, good luck. You ready for all this work? It's fun because you're a guest. I can't do it. I'm telling you, this is a prime example of why I should not do a podcast because I shouldn't let like getting ready for a podcast affect my own mental health like that girl <laughs> that's like, heavy i can't it's that's heavy i feel seen ooh. right now yeah i, I really <laughs> feel attacked like i can't stop thinking about it i go home and immediately devour more on this topic that i hate and i'm like i need to get this out of my body well before we get into that because that sounds exciting um <laughs> I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christina. There she is. Hey. Hey. And this is Dead Dead Time Stories. Episode 91. 91, where we apparently talk about ghost stories at some point and then also talk about the scary, scary dead time stories of our real life anxiety. Girl, truth. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast where it's usually just me and Sarah. (laughs) Uh, I'm me being Stephanie. Uh, Because you don't know me yet. And we get together once a week and we talk about ghost stories, true crime, conspiracy theory, spooky, eerie, weird stuff. Um, Whatever we want. Because it's It's our our show. show. And not Not yours. And for the fifth time today, not today, but for the fifth (laughs) time ever today, we have our one of our favorite guests. Christina is here. Fifth time. Hi, Christina. Hi. Sarah has to to put a disclaimer out there. No, I was gonna I was gonna say in fifth time in ninety one episodes. So I was like everyone's like bitching and fighting about who's gonna be in our number one spot, who's (laughs) gonna be on our episodes, which is like cool. We feel real seen. But at the same time, like five and ninety one, that ratio is real good. That's more than 20% of our episodes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I pay is you. My, is my math right? I don't know. I'm bad. I went to school for theater. No, it's not. It's like no. one in 20 it's, the other way around. It's less. I was like, it's not a lot. It's, it's five one in 20. So it's, yeah. it's like 5%. <laughs> what did you say? 20%? Yeah. We yeah. went to school for theater, theater because, not math. Right, because 20 goes into 105 times, so I was doing my mirth. My mirth. My your mirth, mirth in your mirth in, well, I was doing my mirth in reverse. I was doing my math in reverse. <laughs> this I episode is starting out strong. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome if it's your first time. I'm Hi. so sorry. Thanks, Go back to the beginning, thanks please. Thanks for coming back if you're, uh, if you're I, coming for our number one spot. I want to say something else. Competition is stiff. Go for it. Competition is stiff. And uh, so also, am I. We've gotten... At least three in the past month. We've gotten three really great reviews on iTunes. Really nice listeners. And I will say they came to us because they heard us on Southern Spirits. So I want to give another shout out to our friends Mitch and Leah. Mitch and um, Leah. And they're fantastic. We do not apologize. We do not apologize. we love you. We love them so Mm -hmm. much. And just for shits and giggles and because how much we love them. Here's their promo. I want to put it in because we haven't done a promo in a while. And... 
We've gotten some listeners from them, and they're great, and they're popping back up on my social media. So please, if you them. listen so, to us and don't rock. listen to them, you should go listen you to them because listen to if the you Southern like Spirit us, podcast. you're going to like it. Hilarious. Yeah, you're going to like them. 100%. Hey, y'all. I'm Leah Lawrence. I'm her husband, Mitch Lawrence. And we host the Southern Spirits Podcast. Each week, we'll sip on a Southern brewed craft beer or wine and toss back a Southern distilled liquor, and I'll let y'all know how I feel about them with a review. And after we are good and tipsy, I'll bust out a couple of strange, spooky tales from the American South. We are all about true crimes, mysteries, paranormal activity, and cryptozoology. Basically, if it's Southern and boozy, we'll drink it. And if it's Southern and weird, we'll talk about it. So join us as we drink our way through the folklore of the South. Find the Southern Spirits Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Bye, y'all. Yay! Yeah, they're great. They're, they're awesome. some. I love them so much. They're oh, so great. Yes. So that was my little tidbit. Anyways, hi, Christina. Hi. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. We're not going to mention the fact that apparently you're going to murder one of us, which is what we talked about in the last episode. I mean, I assume it's going to be you. I really think it's going to be you. Really? Yeah, because I mean, I don't have those mad editing skills. Which one of us is going to like put the shit together? See, the thing is- Who's going to do the business side? Who's going to do the business? It's me. Who's going to check that email? Because I'm telling you, I get anxiety checking my own email. It's me. Sorry about it. Netflix. (laughs) Hashtag Netflix. (laughs) Not if I kill her first. Oh, Netflix! That's the real tea. Um, oh. And then before we dive into the meat of the show, if you are a Philly listener in the Philly area, this weekend you still have four chances to catch mm-hmm. The Lizard of Oz at The Painted Bride. <laughs> it's going to be on the 14th, 15th, and then two of them on the 16th. And you can get tickets at The Eric Jaffe. Jaffe is J-A-F-F-E... Yeah, E-Y. Yeah. There's no oh, Y. No? There's no Y. No, Two I'm E's? so sorry. com. I'm pretty sure it's I one E. You okay. know what? Google it and link from there because Google will correct your spelling. I mean, I'm in a show with them. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Is there, are there not two E's on the end? No. <laughs> no, I had it right. Okay. Why are all <laughs> T-H-E-E because it's the Eric E-R-I-C-J-A-F-F-E.com. E-R-I-C-J-A-F-F-E.com. Um, but it's really, really great. And I wish that they could talk about how great their experience is seeing it, but they're going to be seeing it tonight. Tonight. When we're recording this, not when you're hearing it. Yeah. But I assure you, they're going to have an amazing time. So I'm so ready. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Uh, so yeah, come support Queer Art at The Painted Bride. And it is a fucking ridiculous, stupid show. And it's amazing. <laughs> and I love it. And I can't wait. I'm so stoked. Yes. So stoked. Sarah. Stephanie. Christina. Y'all ready to talk about some ghosts? See, that was perfect. That was five-star content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Christina, what are you talking about today? Well, um, actually... (laughs) Okay, so I've been wanting to do this one for a while, and I've done like a little bit too much research on it. I'm so excited. Um, Because I have no idea what it is, but I know that you've been hyped on it. Yeah, we don't know at all. Uh, so yeah, so I saw a YouTube video about this guy that we're going to talk about the day after I recorded the last podcast I was on. Okay. And so I was watching that video and I was just like, that'd be a pretty good podcast episode. Like, let me, let me look into it. And so then I looked further into it and holy fuck, 
I was like, everything I was finding was just more insane and ridiculous than the stuff before. And I was just like, this is a podcast episode. So when you guys asked me to like come and do one, I asked if it would be okay if I went ahead and did two because it's a twofer. Like you kind of need it. Surprise! Our first two-part episode, isn't it? Nope. Nope. Just kidding. Yeah, because I did Walt Disney World. Right. right. The unhappiest, happiest place on earth. That was a yeah. two-parter. Yeah. This and is our first do... guest two-parter. It's true. Yeah. That's true. That's it's our true. first guest two-parter, but it's not our first two-parter. Right. But I meant like our first, yeah, like it's our first like full length because it was like you had yeah. a segment and I had a segment. Oh, that's true. And then you had a segment and I had a segment. That's this true. is our so first, first like, time this that a like... full episode about one thing and then a full second episode about one about thing. About thing. I apologize, Sarah. Okay. I yeah. apologize. Can you, can you not? I'm just kidding. So, thank you for uh, your apology. I accept it and thank you. Aw. So when YouTube started back in like 2005, 2006 until about 2016, it was kind of the wild west of the internet. I um, like that analogy a lot. <laughs> yeah, because there were no... You, uh, th- this was before you were on Reddit, I guess. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, okay, that's fair. That is fair. Were you but- still on StumbleUpon? Anyone <laughs> no. I love StumbleUpon. Tumblr was kind of the wild, wild west until December Tumblr 2018. was the wild, oh, wild west. Tumblr, that's true. rest in peace. Well, it was, kind of, it was one of those areas, though, on the internet where there was no consequence for anything that you posted. So what happened? Like, you might, oh, that's the adpocalypse. That's when advertisers started actually, like, oh. 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And that actually is that's what I want to go into. That's what happened to Tumblr, too, actually. Yeah, that's what I want to go into, actually, on the next episode. Okay. Okay. Sorry, um, we jumped the gun. No, no, no. So you're excited. fine. That is what happened in 2016, though. But before then, there were no consequences, and because there were no consequences, the things that got the most likes, the most views, the most clicks, all that, it was the most extreme, the most controversial, Absolutely. the dumbest, and that is I'm where this person comes from. But uh, around 2010, it was kind of a weird place because. It started creating this sort of subgenre of reality television with Tosh.0 and ridiculousness because they were taking content from YouTube and giving it a national platform on basic cable. Like these people who were on YouTube and had like 100 followers and commented back every time someone gave them a like and all this sort of shit that had like this really close relationship was being blown up. They started making tons in ad revenue. And it's estimated that like around 2010, 2011, a lot of YouTubers were solely living off of just their videos. Yeah. Um, so it created like a new profession and a new genre. Yeah. But again, it was the dumbest shit in the world. It was so stupid. And that's where this guy that we're gonna talk about comes from. He was on an episode of Tosh.0. Oh, he sang I a, love Tosh.0. You might know this guy then. He sang a banana song where he was dressed in a banana costume. Yeah, because they then referenced him on Family Guy. Saying, I'm a banana. They referenced him on Family Guy. I'm a banana. Oh, my God. Okay, so his name is Onision. So you know Onision, or you just know that? I know that. Okay, Onision. None of this is familiar to me. No, okay. All right, great. Cool. Girl, you got to get on Reddit. So this guy actually... (laughs) 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 This guy actually... um, 
he goes by a lot of different names. Like, I don't know what his legal name is right now, but he's gone by like a bunch of different just random dude names. Greg, David, John, Banana whatever. Man. Yeah. Um, but his title, like from his YouTube and from his social media, has always been Onision. And this story has enough people in it already that we're just gonna call him Onision. Okay. Okay. But if I slip up and call him Greg, that's who I'm talking about. Um, so Onision got his start on the internet way before YouTube, way before Tosh.0. He was actually designing web pages when he was in high school. And he's a couple of years older than I am. He was born in 85. Okay. That's so, a year after my brother. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, he was doing website development first off. And some of his websites were pretty, like, run-of-the-mill. They were his thoughts and feelings and, like, artwork. He did a gaming website. He also did a rape prevention website. Interesting. Yeah. And um, a website for the religion that he invented called Sesesca. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So um, one thing that all of these sites had in common, though, were active message boards or forums. So, I mean, did you, either of you really do message board stuff or any of that? Like, I, I did a, not. There was a time. Yeah. I, it wasn't my thing, but, you know, it, it was a thing. But, um, so, yeah. So, he had very active message boards. So, when he and his wife started their YouTube channel in 2006, um, he already had kind of people who gave a fuck about mm -hmm. what he had, he had to say. He had a following. Mm -hmm. And so... When they started the channel uh, for Onision, it was like comedy skits and sketches and songs, okay? Mm -hmm. And it was pretty silly and goofy. But in a couple of years, that wasn't enough for him anymore. And he did a couple of secondary channels, and one of them was called Onision Speaks. Okay. And that's his vlog channel where he answers questions from people in the forums and, like, basically just gives his opinions on everything. And a lot of it followed, like, his religion, his Sesesca religion. So some of his viewpoints, he is a militant vegan who believes that eating any kind of meat is the same as cannibalism. What? Okay. Yeah. Um, he is anti-circumcision. Because he says that circumcising a penis uh, desensitizes it and makes it easier for a man to rape a woman. Oh, that took a turn. Yeah. Um, he's also anti-doctor and mental illness. He's really anti-drugs. Anti-vax. Oh, I don't know about that. But um, but probably. Prob but I, like, I don't know. I don't like know. It's in line with those other things. But he just had these really strong convictions. Like, he did a whole video telling black women how to do their hair. And, and like, he's a white guy? Yeah, he's just a white dude. And he's like, okay. I don't know why I have to show you how to smell good. I don't know. He's saying that? Yeah. He's like, I don't what? know why. I don't know who didn't teach you how to smell good, <gasps> but I'll show you how to smell good. And I'm just like, you're And he's married to head. someone? Yeah, he was married to uh, this woman named Skye. They were high school sweethearts. They got married, like, not long after they graduated from high school. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, this whole thing is about his relationships. This whole thing is about his relationships. Yes. Who else is he fucking? So many. Oh, my God. She's going to get there, Sarah. It's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Sarah. jumping It's disgusting. All right, let's go. So um, his whole shtick on the Onision Speaks channel is this 
false sincerity. Like he's coming at you with all of this conviction and all of this like emotion. But like as a 32 year old, I can watch it and see like this is manipulation. Like this is obvious manipulation. This is just poor debate skills. You know what I mean? But I am not his demographic. demographic. Yeah. What's his demographic? Mostly teenage girls. Oh. Yeah. So, um, and it's because of the content he posts. He posts really funny, silly, juvenile content. And then um, on another one of his channels, he rates pictures of his fans. And so these fans submit their pictures. Um, and in the picture, they have to have his name somewhere. So, like, people are writing his name on themselves in permanent marker mm. and, like, lipstick and shit like that. And sending him these half-naked pictures. And they're very young. They're very young. Mm. And he does not care. Like, he doesn't care. He still gives his opinion. He still rates them on a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. And, like, a family of an 11-year-old girl who was in one of his videos has repeatedly asked him to take it down, and he refuses to do it. It's still up today. You can watch it, and he can make money off of it. How did he get an 11-year-old girl in his video? Mm Mm-hmm. How? What? Well, her picture. She submitted her picture oh. with his name written on her oh. to one of his forums, and he included it in a video to rate her on a scale of one oh. to ten. Yeah. And no one has taken him down or, like, blocked him or banned him? No. Why not? That's what the second episode's about. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're okay. I you're asking. Again. You're asking all the right questions. So... On his Onision Speaks channel, a lot of the videos that he does are about things like rape and suicide and self-harm. And he's tell he's saying like decent messages, but he's doing it in a way that is so harmful and negative. Like he's shaming people out of committing suicide. And shaming people out of like self-harm. And like he's he's attracting a group of teenagers that have obviously been through abuse and mental illness. And this is his following and they hang off of his every word because to me as a 32 year old, I see that he's full of shit and doesn't know what he's talking about or really care about it either. But to a 16 year old, like this guy seems to be an adult. Like he seems to have his shit together. These opinions seem to be like really worthwhile listening to and all this sort of shit, but it's not, he's just awful. So he was married to a woman named sky and then he got his big break from Tosh.0. Oh my God. From the banana. Yes. And so, a teenage Canadian pop punk singer songwriter named Shiloh gets in touch with Onision after seeing his banana song video on Tosh.0 and then watching some of his videos about suicide. Mm-hmm. And so she gets in touch with him and they start Skyping. Eight to twelve hours a day. What the fuck? While he's That's a married. Job. While he's married and she is sixteen years old. <gasps> She's sixteen years old. And they're Skyping twelve hours a day. What the fuck? Yeah. And so everyone was thinking that it was like this um like mentorship. Like he was That's, she was already no, famous no. in Canada. Hours? Yeah. Yeah. Drake and Millie Bobby Brown, Drake oh. and Billie Eilish. Oh. Gross. 
gross. You're right, but gross. You're right. You're right, but gross. Anyway, um, um, so yeah, so they would be Skyping for this long, and it was all under the pretense that she was going to start her own YouTube channels, and he was mentoring her to help her do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Sure. Until... He types up and prints out his own divorce papers, forces his wife to sign them, shows them to Shiloh over Skype, tells her that he loves her, and that he's leaving his wife for her. Of course. When she's 17. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. And before this, he had never mentioned anything to Shiloh beyond friendship. Honestly, like they had just been gabbing like two little schoolgirls for hours at a time. And he just decides, oh, I'm in love with her now and writes his own divorce papers, which is not legal. Like that's that's not not a thing. thing. Like they don't count. And she signed them. She signed them under duress. duress. Like it does not count. Like she, his wife, his wife, Sky. Yeah. So do to her to make her sign them. Oh, he terrorized her. He chased her around the house. He screamed at her. He yelled at her. Like, he was just completely verbally abusive to her until she signed them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was awful. Um, But, of course, because Shiloh was 17. She's a child. He couldn't be public about their relationship. So he lives in Washington State. Shiloh, a week after he tells her that he's in love with her is in Philadelphia at a weight loss, uh, like, group or whatever. Like a weight loss camp, like a boot camp. Anyway, it seemed weird. But she was in Philadelphia, so he decided to drive from Washington State to Philadelphia. Washington what? State? Washington State. That's across, that's literally what? cross country. What part of Canada was she in? Because depending on what part she was in, it would have been a shorter drive to, to there. Just go to Canada. Canada. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, the Honestly, man wrote his own divorce papers and forced his wife into signing them. Like, mm-hmm. of course, he's going to drive cross country. He was just mm-hmm. like, I don't have a passport, but now she's in the U.S. Actually, so... like later when his wife was like bringing up all of this in the divorce, he was like, she mistakenly said that he got in a car accident in Canada. He did not. He hit a deer in Montana. And he used the fact that he didn't have his passport as proof that, that he, he wasn't in Canada. Wasn't in Canada. Um, because he wasn't. He was in Montana. And after that, he flew to Philadelphia, met Shiloh in her hotel, and they had sex within minutes of meeting each other. Um, they actually got kicked out of the hotel room because he was bringing in a ton of camera equipment and they knew that she was under 18. So they mm. thought that he was making child pornography. Mm. So he got kicked out of the hotel and police were searching his computer for child pornography. But yeah. I didn't find any. Um, but yeah, so after this, they moved in together. He moved to Canada and they were living together while she was 17. And then a few days after she turned 18, she moved down to Washington State with him because then he was able to legally take her out of the country. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? And so after she turned 18, they went public with their relationship. Like he made a video introducing everyone to his girlfriend, Shiloh. Okay. Um, he was 25. And she was 18. And she was 18. Well, no, he would be 26. She was 18. And what's so crazy about this is, like, 
in year wise, mm-hmm. it's not that far of a gap. Mm-hmm. But when you're that, older, yeah. When but, you're a teenager, that's but yeah, huge. Eighteen yeah. to twenty, like that age. Difference I was a completely different so, person. Exactly. But if you're like twenty six and then you're dating a whatever forty year old, that's mm-hmm. not as exactly. That's more like hashtag age gap love, right? But like eight. You and your age gap love. Girl, you know I'm into it. Well, yeah, this was her first, like, real relationship. Yeah, he groomed her. He groomed her. Exactly. He groomed her. Exactly. Oh, it gets worse. It gets so much worse. Really? It gets so much worse. So, since she didn't know what sexual relationships were like, they were having sex up to eight times a day. Eight times a day? Yeah, like, she was suffering. Can she walk? She was suffering from UTIs. She was under a lot of physical stress from all the sex they were having, and and about three months after they moved in together in Washington, she had a grand mal seizure in their shower. And he videotaped it. What? He filmed the entire thing. What? After she came to from her seizure, she had amnesia. She lost her past three years. And she was absolutely terrified of him. Did not know who he was at all. Was terrified. And he was like showing her the videos that they had posted together. Being like, no, no, no. You know me. I'm not going to hurt you. Like, you know me. And he filmed all of this. And uploaded a video called Shiloh Forgot Me. Oh <gasps> my God. This girl that had. Is she okay? She's better now, but no. No. I what mean, she's fuck? never going to be okay. You know, like she's, she's just not. He groomed her and then abused her for months. And after that, uh, he got a lot of backlash on the internet for not calling off, you know. You could imagine such a thing. <laughs> right. He got a lot of backlash. He was still allowed to be on Patreon. He was still allowed to be on YouTube. Like, he was still given a platform. I don't know if Patreon was around in 2011 or 2010. But anyway, he was still on YouTube with multiple channels making plenty of money. Okay. So uh, he takes the video down and then he posts the video afterwards saying that um, it was Shiloh's wishes because if he had lost his memory, he wouldn't want to go to the hospital. Because he knew that doctors couldn't do anything for that. They just would have to wait until it came back or didn't. Because, of course, he's smarter than all the doctors. And he knows more about amnesia. Plus, also, I'm sorry, that's what you would have wanted. But what does she want? Yeah. I don't care what you think you would have wanted. Yeah. You're not her. Mm Mm-hmm. So she straight up had a seizure. Grand mal seizure. Because of his... The stress she was under. The stress under. she was under from having to deal with him and, and mm-hmm. his sex drive. And his just behavior. Because he would be up and down, up and down. Like, they would break up over little things and get back together. He was completely manipulati- manipulative the whole time. So after this, they do this together, apart, together, apart thing. Until finally she leaves and goes back to Canada with her parents. But after six months and him dating another person, she moves back in with him. They are engaged. Girl. And she gets pregnant. Girl. So they're very excited about the pregnancy. He's very excited about the pregnancy. She miscarries. And she has trouble passing the fetus. (gasps) So um, she ends up having to go back to Canada to have it removed. 
and her mother steals her passport and will not let her leave again. Good. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly. Yes. Good. Yeah. You cannot go back. So We're meanwhile, meanwhile, Onision is posting all of these videos about the alimony that he has to pay to his horrible ex-wife and talking about how Shiloh left him and all this sort of shit, right? Mm-hmm. And he's tweeting out, where is my soulmate? And a 17-year-old responds here. It's me. And he slips into the DMs. No. Of course he does, Sarah. Of course, I Sarah. I know. I know, but still. So no. this this gets complicated even more because this individual I'm going to call Kai. But that's because that's their name now. They are trans. And so they now go by he and him and sometimes by non-binary them and they. Mm -hmm. But at the time that they first met, he was a woman. He was identifying. He identified as a a female. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, they were 17. So, I mean. Child. They didn't have a whole lot of say in who they identified as, you Mm -hmm. know. So I'm going to refer to them with non-binary pronouns. Pronouns. I'm going to try and keep that up, but I just don't want it to get extra confusing. So I'm only going to refer to this person as Kai. Okay. Because they've got like three other, two other names. Anyway. So Kai was 17 and they had been tweeting and retweeting Onision for about a year every single day. What? Yeah. I mean, they were a a fan. They were a big fan. And they had been following him. I can't even keep up with our Twitter or Instagram for this show. I know, right? That's so much work. Oh, no. They followed him, like, so dedicated. So dedicated to this person. And so he slips into the DMs and is like, you think you can be my soulmate? Why do you think that? Tell me. Yeah. Tell me why you think that. And... They apparently said the right things because a few weeks later, he was flying to New Mexico to meet them. Oh, my God. Yeah. He actually ended up renting a house in New Mexico and living with them for a while. 17 years old? Yeah. And then their parents were like, no, you're forbidden to go to Greg's anymore. So Onision went back to Washington and they did like a long distance thing. But as soon as Kai turned 18, they were engaged and married a week later. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Yeah, they married a week after Kai turned 18. Holy crap. Yeah. Um. So it was a little bit different from his previous relationships because Kai didn't like being filmed. And honestly, they come off as very uncomfortable on camera again and again and again. Because um, they didn't want to do it. Right. They really didn't want to do it. But they create their own channels. They don't really do very much with them. And then they get pregnant with their first child. So Kai gets pregnant with their first child. They end up having a son. Uh, Not a lot is said about him. That's the one good thing about this whole episode is that the kids are not discussed very often and they're not discussed specifically like I don't know their names I don't know what they look like I don't want to that's good yeah I think that is for the best they do come up again but they keep their privacy really well hidden and I appreciate that so a few years into their relationship Kai comes out as bisexual and uh, gender non-binary And uh, so Onision says that he is allowing Kai to have relationships with women Mm -hmm. so that they can express their sexuality and, like, uh, explore it. Right. 
So where does Kai go? To Twitter. Duh. And so Kai begins almost immediately a relationship with an 18-year-old girl named Billy. Kai is 21. Yeah. They're going to fall into the same patterns? Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, yes. No. I'm sorry, Sarah. That's how this goes. Oh, no. I know. I know. So Billy was into Kai. Um, And Billy went out to go visit Kai. And then Greg made it, or Onision, made it very clear that it would be a three-way relationship. And so Kai did not know that either. And Kai started to get very jealous of the way that, like, Onision and Billy were flirting in front of them. Yeah. So Kai started getting really jealous. Then Kai would get really mad at Billy and then Billy would go home. And then once Billy would leave, they would stay in touch over like direct messaging and stuff like that. Um, Kai would start to miss them again or Greg would pressure them because I feel like Mm. a lot of these conversations are actually initiated by Onision and not by Kai. But Kai is just as bad as he is, honestly. Um, well, they've been groomed. Mm, no, you don't think so? No, I know they've been groomed, but there's a point where it's like you are now. You know that what you're like, you, you, know, you, know, you know, know that, that you're that, now yeah, the bad guy. You don't have to continue this behavior. Mm-hmm. You know what you, you learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So, um, So that was their sort of cycle of crap. And so finally, Billy leaves after Onision starts making these absolutely ridiculous demands to take her back. Some of them include getting a tattoo that say, I'm a liar. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Shaving her head, which is something that he forcibly did to Shiloh when they were together in between having sex with her. Like, in the middle of having sex, (gasps) he threw them in the bathroom, shaved Shiloh's head, and then continued to have sex with her. Oh, my God. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So um, he also gives, sends her text messages that are like, well, what if we just change you up in the ba- in the basement overnight? Would you do that? Because then we'll take you back if you'll get chained up in our basement. What? And so Billy's like, no, fuck this shit. Like, no, I'm done. I'm over it. Like, I don't want to do them. this anymore. That's okay, because Kai has already been talking to a 14-year-old girl named Sarah. 14? Mm-hmm. 14? The first message Kai ever sent her was, hey, how old are you? And the response was, 14. So Kai That's has so been fucked. speaking to this 14-year-old for a while now, because now she's 16, and she has trouble with her family at home, and she wants to leave her home, and Kai finally convinces Onision to let her move in with them. So Sarah has her mom sign over a power of attorney. Oh what the God? fuck? And gives Onision and Kai guardianship of her. So that she can live with them for an extended period of time as a 16-year-old. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so the internet starts, like, sending messages, sending police over, saying that stuff is fishy, that it's weird, that they shouldn't be living with a 16-year-old that they don't know. Like, Mind you, all these people are still watching all his YouTube videos. Yeah, they are, I know. Still, yeah. Yeah. He's still allowed to be on YouTube. He's, He's still, still making YouTube. money on Patreon. Because like, that's his only job, right? 
Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. And <laughs> the thing is, he was doing better than ever because he was doing an entire smoke show on YouTube. Like people weren't seeing all of the personal shit that was happening. They were, yeah. and he was making a few videos here and there to address it, but he was always really vague. Like I don't want to talk about Sarah's family. I don't want to put her private details out there. So she's just going to stay with us and don't worry about it. It's totally fine. And you're the pervert for thinking that I'm doing something awful with this 16 year old. Yeah. But Jeez. the other things he was doing were picking fights with other YouTubers. So Shane Dawson. Oh. <laughs> he and Shane Dawson were good friends. And then they weren't anymore. And he blew up on Shane Dawson and started making just dozens of videos with his name in the title. Even if he didn't really talk about him in the video, he would put his name in the title. And he even said in some of the videos that just putting the name in the title made him more money. So he was going to keep making these videos about Shane Dawson. But Shane Dawson is kind of a big name, and he can kind of handle that shit. The person who couldn't handle that shit was a little YouTuber named Eugenia Cooney. Have you guys heard of her? No. No? no. Okay, so I'm going to show them a picture, but I'm going to give it to them to put on Instagram so that you know who I'm talking about. So Eugenia, Eugenia Cooney was or is a YouTuber... With an eating disorder. Oh, no. Um, And it's a very obvious eating disorder. I've seen her. Yeah. So um, Onision started making videos about her and her eating disorder. And then he started encouraging his fans to go to her site and tell her to gain weight. And then he started telling his fans that if they really loved Eugenia, they would stop following her if she didn't gain a certain amount of weight in a certain amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was sending all of his little fangirls over her way to harass and abuse her. And she's the sweetest person in the world. Like, she is so nice to everyone. And she was completely nice to these people who were being awful to her. Um, Shane Dawson did a documentary on her a few years ago, and I watched that. But I've never really seen any of her videos. Mm -hmm. But, like, it was heartbreaking. That documentary was heartbreaking heartbreaking because she obviously like she obviously had an issue Mm -hmm. and she was getting so much hate for it that she had built up this wall of like no I'm fine I don't have any disorder no it's fine oh yeah so she finally went to like rehab for the eating disorder and then he started posting videos about how he and his fans had saved her life life. yeah He's awful. He's terrible. But he's making these videos because the whole Sarah shit is going on in the background. So he needs to cover it up. And he doesn't want people to look at it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. So finally, Sarah has it. He keeps telling her to lie about stuff that happened while she was living with them but underage. He keeps making her make videos about um, how, like, he didn't actually, like, Kai didn't do anything wrong. He uses Kai as a MacGuffin a lot. Yeah. Like, he always uses Kai as just a pawn. It's like, he sends messages saying, you're making Kai cry. Kai is crying right now. Why are you being so mean to them? 
Like, oh my yeah, Kaya's crying right now is actually like a meme thing that people post about Onision. When people like start talking shit on other YouTube videos about Onision, they'll post like, Kaya's crying right now oh to be gosh. dicks. But it's like, that's how he uses her though. Like, that's exactly how he uses her or shit, them. That's how they use them all the time. And it's fucked up like it's just so fucked up and so finally uh sarah left she was kicked out once when she was underage but she came back because where else was she gonna go she's underage and her parents had signed over custody right so like she went back to her parents for a while but then she was like i hate it here so she goes back to them and they were like we thought we signed you off <laughs> yeah well um they decide that it's okay they decide it's all right they'll just keep it all secret Oh, my God. They'll just keep it all secret until she's 18. And so then she's 18, and she moves back in with them, but it starts getting weird. Er. Er. Right. And mind you, like, Kai has been grooming her this entire time, and she does not have any concept of that at all. So in interviews, she'll just drop information like, well, Kai and I were having a conversation when they were in the shower, and I was sitting on the toilet talking to them. And it's like, why were they having a conversation with you while they were in the shower when you were 17 and they're 24? Like, why are you around them when they're naked? Why yeah. Why are no. they calling you on Skype topless when you're underage? Like, oh, that's no. not... Yeah. That's grooming you. Like, that is grooming you and making it seem that it's okay to have this sexual stuff around and to just ignore it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So finally, she was just like, no, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. So she leaves again. She ends up coming back for the last time about six months after she turns 18. And that's when they all have sex together again. So after it, she's really shaken. She doesn't really know what to do. She's you know, abused. Like she just went through something pretty traumatic that she kind of got pushed into for years. And Kai reacts really poorly. Kai gets really jealous. Kai decides to leave. And so now Sarah and Onision are alone together. And Onision cheats on Kai with Sarah while Kai is gone. After they just had a threesome. Yeah. Mm. And it's just, ugh. and I might be confusing Billy and Sarah's stories a little bit because they're so similar. Mm-hmm. They are so similar. But Sarah finally leaves and gets out. And then Onision keeps talking to her about how she has to make videos saying that Kai didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. What? And so he's forcing her to make these videos lying about things that happened because... You know, you need to say that Kai didn't do anything wrong, that Kai, that Kai did nothing. Kai is so wonderful and perfect. Like, how could you do this to Kai? Kai's crying right now. Kai's Kai crying, crying right, now. right now. Yeah. So um, Sarah finally just has enough of it, and she starts telling everyone everything. <gasps> yeah, she did. And that is where we're going to pick up on the next episode. Oh, my gosh. Dun, dun, dun. That's legit. Yeah. Damn. So what do you think about this piece of shit? This is crazy. And he's a piece, he sounds like a real piece of shit. Yeah. I feel like I've seen some of it on the internet, but mm-hmm. now all of it's like coming together with the real story. And this mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah. And yeah, no, that's fucked up. That dude. Ugh. Yeah. 
So to find out what Sarah told everyone, tune in next week <laughs> to episode True. 92 of Dead Time Stories. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, you can follow Christina on Instagram at kstina, S-T-I-N-A, five. Mm-hmm. That's Instagram. She mostly does a lot of bullet journal stuff, but you'll also see her notes from when she's on our show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, it's it's usually just fucking crazy, amazing bullet Aww, journal things. Thank you. And of course, we are on Instagram at Dead Time Stories, mm. all one word with a Z. You can help our show first and foremost by subscribing to our Patreon. We have five one dollar, five dollar, and fifteen dollar tiers. Give them your money. Give us your money. money. That was actually really cute. That was cute. Yeah, we did good. (laughs) And if you don't have the money, the other best way that you can support us, of course, is by giving us a five-star review on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, (laughs) on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We're on Google Play. R.I.P. Podcoin. SoundCloud. R.I.P. Podcoin. (laughs) And again, if you're in Philadelphia this weekend, check out Lizard of Oz at the Painted Ride. It is fantastic. It's going to be be so much fun. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I'm so excited. All righty. So with that being said, I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christina. And And this this has been Dead Time Stories. Thanks for listening. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Curtison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 